You're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, episode 43. A special welcome to the casual players of Destiny, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is par- our live broadcast, uh, which we do every other Saturday at 7 p.m., and you can find the archived audio wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Soul Time, and I'm joined tonight by Romance Girl. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Yeah. And Green Stego. Cheers. And Sally Bugs only here in spirit. She is uh, attending a wedding in North Carolina at the moment. And so um, I know all hell is going to break loose, but uh, we decided to carry on anyway. I figure if the Rolling Stones could go on without Charlie Watts, we can go on without Sally Bugs. So. Um, no lore today, though. No discussions mm, of lore. We can't even mention lore. Unless, of course, we might have a surprise guest for some time or no time. We don't know. Uh, we would love Ooh, to have one of our clanmates come in and uh, weigh in on some of these topics uh, that we are going to talk about uh, today. And the first topic, just a little check-in. Seasonal event, festival of the loss, progress, activities. What say you, Green Stego? Have you made any progress on your candy? Little. <laughs> oh, the little. The candy grind is real this year. <laughs> the masks. You heard it, folks. The, the, <laughs> the price of the masks this year, very steep. Yeah, I don't it, remember feeling quite so daunted upon looking at Eva's festive holiday wares ever before. Yeah, it's like uh, th- they're in tune with the real life inflation that's going on, I guess. Uh, <laughs> with the prices of those masks. Holy cow. And then there's been a little bit of uh, controversy. Well, there's always controversy in this game. That's what makes it so much fun. Uh, there's been a little bit of controversy in some of the cheesy ways to um, get, you know, candy, not candy, the um, those spectral, spectral pages, pages really quickly. And uh, they nerfed like three of the <laughs> three of the best methods to get it quickly. Uh, uh, not that it affects me us that much because we're, you know, we're lucky if we have time to get on. And uh, when you mm-hmm. said little, yeah. And what I was I was saying earlier, yeah. I do not enjoy those kinds of farms where I have to do the same thing over and over again. I will avoid that at all costs. True that, yeah. yeah. And that's the Sally Bug and it's I just were not like, my style. yeah. Sally Bug and I were like, nah. You know, we did that way back in those faction days when we, when you could just farm the same lost sector over and over again there was yeah. like a bug and we did that and then i was like why am i doing this this is just i should be reading a book yeah my guardian has an exit had an existential crisis yeah. since then yes well, yeah. i think all of our so guardians farming are- <laughs> activities <laughs> we've all Do gone really through that existential crisis since those days Do i really want to log on and hop onto the digital treadmill like that's that's not why we play. No, it's not. That that is very very true. And um, so, um, I think, and I will say that if Bungie um, 
doesn't want people to really play the game that way, I think it's fine for them to adjust the rewards. Yeah, it's obvious. Like, hey, spread the love on the activities because the game functions when other people are playing other activities. So when you have people just soloing these farms, it's actually yeah. just you have to think about it that way. It's just not great for the overall yeah. player it's ecosystem like, to have these niche farms going on. Yeah, it's like it's a part of being the responsible adult. You have to say, like, look. <laughs> You're not. You're not actually having fun. You are part of the vanguard the still. You have to the, do your duty. The responsible being the responsible guardian. Yes, a part of the vanguard. Play your gambit. Yes, citizen. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I I feel like there's an analogy in here because I was having a discussion with somebody about um, you know pandemic policy, and uh, there's there's two, you know, there's two things at odds. There's the what's best for the individual. Uh, and, you know, weighing out all those risks. But also the the other thing is what's best for the community, what's best for the people at large, right? And those two things are oftentimes at odds with one another, and it's caused a lot of friction. Of course, the issue's been politicized as well. But um, it's it's a fair analogy. Same thing with with Destiny. They, I think, the underlying theme, and this could thread into some of the other topics I threw up there uh, for us to to hit upon, is this underlying theme of it's a playlist, or it's a match made, or you know, if if I can extend matchmaking to just going into the same space with other people, like when you're doing a public event, the game that's the lifeblood of this game is a collaborative effort to make a public event go heroic or go faster if if the community decides, hey, we don't want to take that long on this to get our two uh, spectral pages or whatever it is now for a public event, but also with the strikes, the nightmare hunts, the empire hunts, uh, the list. Like if you could just make a list of all the activities and then you're splitting up those activities into different levels of difficulty the game is really dependent upon hurting the community across these playlists across these match made activities across these instances with fellow guardians around as much as you might want to be a solo player which you can do in this game i think that is a lot of the driving force behind the decisions as of late uh and certainly in the case of just this little example of them nerfing people going in solo into these activities just to get their spectral pages done very quickly right um yeah I see now, both I sides. To clarify for our listeners. Sure. Do you, when you said hurting, do you mean hurting like causing pain or hurting like a sheep dog? No, hurting like sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Sheeple. The guardians are so, sheep. Like, in a good way. No, I mean, yeah, populating. <laughs> Is that a yeah. nicer word? No. I, populating yeah. other activities, force of, force, forcefully. Exactly. If everybody, okay, forcibly. If a lot of the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> If a lot of the players grind out Festival of the Lost in the first week and, you know, some people are able to do that and then they come in and they can't get match-made haunted Lost sectors, that's not great. Yeah. Yeah, that's and that's that's basically it. Not only that, if you have, 
uh, people opting to do these solo runs rather than going into a, a crucible match or a strike playlist to, to yep. get your goodies. Uh, it takes away, you know, if you, if you're driving, allowing people to stray away from the lifeblood of the game, which is match made activities. And I, and I'm extending the match made matchmaking to just being in the same instance, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I find it kind of amusing when people get upset when, um, Bungie like changes the rules and it's like, it's like, it's their it's game. It's human nature though. It's yeah, human I know. nature. It, it, is, it, it is amusing. Like it's just. It is. We're, we're. It's their rules. They can they can set these, especially when it's just so minor. In my opinion. Right. Also, here's another perspective that I'm just now thinking of. Is like, um, it's kind of it, they're kind of like addicts who are like binging on the game on your Whoa. activity. Okay. Oh, this is getting okay, dark. Moving on. This is yeah. <laughs> That might have been too well, extreme. You know, I th- but I, I think there's a, some but truth I mean, in this. To, if you take a, if you like say like no like no we're we're putting a cap on how much alcohol or cigarettes you're allowed to purchase and they're like an addict, then they would like respond in a similar way like mangry. Can't take you know. away my candy, man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's Bungie keeps screwing up my game. <laughs> yes you know it's that sense of entitlement but there i do get the other side i mean you know let us play your damn game uh, is sort of the other side i was just getting you know i don't have a lot of time this week i just wanted to hop on i'll tell you what sally bug and i enjoyed doing was um we just did public event hopping and it was like fun because we were communicating we were in a fire team together just going around nailing out, you know, knocking out public events and having fun. And then every now and again, you get to, you know, exchange emotes with the people if, if they're interested at the when when you open the chest at the end and then off to another location. Just so it was like a change of scene, a change of activity. And it we was, did the same thing for yeah, uh, it's mindless. For, and we, right? It was just like mindless we, did, fun. Uh, we did that a little bit on the EDZ and the Tangled Shore and then today the moon. And it was just like very nostalgic for those early days in sure. Destiny One, where right. um, public events were a very big deal, and it was just fun to um, just yeah cruise around and meet up with other guardians and actually just patrol. Yeah, 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 and and I noticed. Uh, congratulations to the minions of Mortimer because I noticed while I was on earlier today that our clan fully leveled up its banner so we oh, are really all six perks yeah. no i mentioned that we were there for that yeah i think our patrols helped yeah i was patrolling I like too to sure so. i was trying to get my clan xp and and just regular xp doing some bounties on um the cosmodrome and the moon in some places um, a lot of my activities recently have been on my alt characters because I want to do the storyline stuff in the main, sort of like even the haunted lost sectors with Sally Bug. So when she's Speaking not around, of, have you, have you done haunted lost sectors yet? I have done quite a few. Uh, Sally Bug and I have probably, I think, I think we're about total. halfway done with the manuscripts or whatever they're called when you convert the oh, spectral okay. so pages. Oh, you're further along than us. Sure. Yeah, we, we <laughs> took it, we, we played a few nights 
that first week, and then we played a little bit on the last weekend. Um, we played a lot on last Saturday because we knew we had to go do some other stuff Saturday night and Sunday. So, what's uh, everyone's thoughts on the haunted law sectors? I really like them. I'm having fun. Hey. I, it hasn't gotten old with me. Like I said, we're only halfway through the pages, so. I love them. I, I thought it was a great choice of having Glint be the narrator. Very good. Yep. And and I feel it was it's also time to just do have have a break from the haunted forest, right? We've been doing that so many yeah, times exactly. now. It was kinda kinda good. Um of course, the other way to look at that, I hear some people whining saying, yeah, they, they uh, you know, Bungie can't win most of the time. Yeah, they had, they, we don't have the haunted forest anymore. I miss it. You know, I miss it. And then they Every say time. that stupid, uh, the reason we don't have it is because of the Destiny content vault. You know, so they're they're supporting the narrative of being disgruntled about Bungie taking content away. And, you know, if we did get the haunted forest again, which I think they probably could have done, we get maps that have been mm. from locations that have been taken away. Um, they mm-hmm. would be complaining. Oh, this is like the fifth time we've done this. It's boring. You know, the same people would be complaining no matter what. Uh, yep. I, that's just my completely. Feeling. Agree. Yeah. No, I completely agree. You know, uh, just something to complain about. Uh, and I'd like about. to welcome a special guest to the podcast. Welcome, Ghost. Hello. Hey, Ghost. What are your thoughts on haunted law sectors? <laughs> oh, Let's man. just jump right into it. Just jump right in. <laughs> I haven't been playing as much. I just got to like, I'm thinking 1349 and then just stopped playing for a bit. Wow. You're still way ahead of me. That's awesome, though. Uh, but yeah, after 1349, I suspect you need a good break. Need a good break. Yeah, no, this is a good season to just spread it out. Yeah. Did you have you you haven't really done the haunted lost sectors then? Oh, I've given I've given them a run. Yeah, uh, quite a few runs. Oh, good. Have you that's finished those you, pages? You, no, that's one thing I'm lacking on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how, how many of the new masks have you purchased? Up to the one that kind of looks like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. We t- we they're started so off the expensive. podcast talking about how expensive two. they were. Yeah, yeah, they are the ridiculous. It's... But if you uh, if you go on all characters and go on those trees to get those candy uh, that, every reset, that's what I've been yeah. doing. Ooh, Ooh pro point. tip, pro yeah. tip, pro tip. Yeah. Definitely go on each character, no matter what level your alts are, and climb is them trees. A, and that's a daily reset? Uh, no, no it's that's like a weekly reset. It's weekly. Oh, if you haven't done it on your other characters, you can still do it now. But it's yeah, yeah. but it's a good it's a good deal it's of candy. It's a good way to get a decent amount. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's that purple amount. one's like two hundred fifty, so it's worth it. Yeah. Definitely worth it. Um Yeah, I just got the uh the ornaments for the Titan and the Hunter. I didn't know if I wanted the Warlock one, but I definitely got them too. The dinosaur. Sorry. So, oh, yep. yeah. I just purchased the dinosaur Hunter one. I just figured it's a moment. I got to have it. 
I'm broke. Yeah. I'm at, like Bright Dust. So I know I felt so rich with Bright Dust up until <laughs> Festival of the Lost swooped in and just you emptied be- me. You better start <laughs> saving for the dawning. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, going to get on those seasonal challenges. That's gonna, yeah, I've done most of the seasonal challenges, so again, Bright this is going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. The only one I haven't done yet is Gambit because. Like the seasonal challenge to get the rocket launcher ornament, I really can't be asked because it's like you basically got to le- get the legend twice to so get the rocket, and then you got to reset and then get that legend again just to get the ornament. Yeah, I know it's that's an extended excessive. season, but I really can't be uh, asked. Yeah, that's excessive though. <laughs> it's like it's the same one all three. Like you gotta I get would the do Gambit first. with you though. We could we could we could jam it up in Gambit. Jam it up in Gambit. Right after the podcast, let's get on. Do it. <laughs> I put a new slide up. I, I was a little hesitant there, but um, and the slide depicts uh, the ornaments that I am buying. I opted out of the dinosaur because for the warlock, it's really kind of lame for me, from my perspective anyway. That's my opinion about it. I didn't really like the dinosaur ornaments for the warlock, so I've been picking up these. Um, what are they called? Chthonic? Uh The Chthonic armor ornament set. And it's kind of like... Is that like black and neon? It's yeah. the skeletons. Yeah, it's like a neon skeleton design, which I really like. It's very Halloween. Yeah, I would. That's huh? the only thing I don't like. What's you that? You take the hood off and like the top half of the raptor head goes. Mm. Oh, yeah. I know. I heard some other people saying they didn't like that, but... Uh, you know they tried. Uh, that's, I, mean, that's I do like. I, still like I do still. Yeah, I like the. I like the dinosaur, robot armor. Um, obviously, it's a classic. It doesn't feel particularly Halloweeny. Right. Which is kind of what I was. It's more Jurassic Park the theme type of thing. Yeah. Which, like, yes, dinosaurs are scary. We were all scared dinosaurs when we watched awesome. Jurassic Park, but they're awesome. They have a they have a magnificence about them, which is not really the same that like the same like terrifying energy that um, Count Dracula and Frankenstein's monster well, really capture. Well, dinosaurs actually existed. <laughs> That's a big difference yeah. too. <laughs> um, yes, but true. robot. This they went like sci-fi dinosaurs, right? It was like robot dinos. Yeah, Dinobots. Dinobots. Yeah, we can we can say Dinobots. I think yeah. on this the podcast. Do we have the rights to that? Yeah, we do have Dinobots rights. We purchased that last year. Uh, I'm really glad, uh, Ghost, that you joined us because the next two topics I wrote down for us to talk about are probably ones that are a little bit out of casual reach for us, and maybe you have some experience with um, the. Uh, boosted difficulty, astral alignment, and shattered realm. Have you tried that at all? No, I haven't tried them yet. You haven't tried those. How about the um, trials freelance? No, oh. I only do trials with Nicholas and Pelham, and we managed to get flawless every time so far. So. Oh, so wow. you really don't need the loot anymore. I mean, the sword, we haven't got this weekend's one, but apparently uh, the trial was flawless matchmaking. Apparently, 
stops at six o'clock, like reset tomorrow. So we're probably going to jump in there so we don't come up. Uh, Okay, that makes sense. Flawless people. Do you have any interest whatsoever in the freelance labs playlist this weekend? Mm, I mean, I don't mind jumping in and trying it, but freelance isn't really my style. I noticed Anthropoloho actually put in something, asked in our Discord if anybody was going to try. Nicholas is giving it a go. I haven't. Do you know how he liked it? I mean, he said, (laughs) Pelham, what did Nicholas say when he went Yeah, what did Nicholas say? Uh, It's kind of hard to do, if I'm honest, because obviously there's no communication between. I mean, you suppose you can go into like game chat and do it that way, because I've seen seen a lot of people do that when I've been doing it. Like when we do trials, normally people just go into game chat on the opposite team. Yeah. It's an I'll interesting concept. Uh, uh, my experience with the trials freelance is all condensed down to watching short a short while ago watching the um, As to Cross video on it, and he kind of loved it. He didn't know what I to mean, expect, but he really, really likes it. He I mean, thinks he's Aztec, and he's really good. So, well, <laughs> I here's his. Say, I wish he he did give the stats on how often he was top player. Yeah, because it does take. I he, he did make a point of saying it does heavily depend on if your fire team is willing to stay close by. Yeah, um, but yeah, what he said, somebody who has been playing trials as long as he has, he says it's refreshing because. Uh, what happens in trials is you get used to your team. You know, you're usually in one of two or three teams that you get really used to each other and you can almost know what the other guy's doing that's on your team. And this is kind of refreshing for him to go in and see what the people he's matched with are going to do. And you kind of have to, you know, with no communication, it he felt it was challenging because it got him outside of his box. He had to start doing stuff differently than he's done in the past, mm-hmm. and it was kind of exciting for him to, and a challenge for him to um, try to do well in a freelance playlist like that. Um, I actually haven't had um, that much bad luck in, when I have dabbled my toe into freelance competitive. Right? Yeah, me neither. Um, but that's ranked, isn't that ranked? So that's kind of match made, um, skill based. I'm not sure how much they do that. Yeah, yeah. who knows? <laughs> um, keeps changing. Uh, yeah, so I guess the only concern is splitting the population again, right? Exactly. That is a I mean, an issue. I like the way trials is right now. They even took the, uh, you know, when you get matched, they took the number, so you can't tell. Like, you know, you can tell if you're getting going against stacked or. Well, not they took that yeah, away. Yeah, that's a big improvement. That's a huge improvement. But what do you think, think about always offering? I mean, freelance is a labs officially. So, what do you think about making freelance a permanent playlist? I think it should be permanent, just for people that don't have teams. Oh. And uh, you know, if yeah, because it's just playing games. What I said really. is they should make your to transition from a solo player to a team. And you could find so people. You, you can actually find that friends. You jive with and yeah. freelance. Yeah, you could send them an invite, and it doesn't like mess up any anything. Like that should. I think that whole process could be a little smoother in Destiny. 
if you if you're compatible with your other players, you can send them friend requests and maybe even have like a trials I mean, team. If you're not going for flawless, then freelance is a, is a good way because it's just uh, every rank you get an engram, and you can just hand that into Rahul. That's a good point. To get, like random. I'm, I am with what Soul Time mentioned off air, and that I would just be afraid of upsetting people that I get matched with. If I don't live up to their <laughs> that's my big thing. I can't stand <laughs> like, pissing I people off. I don't off. want to disappoint people. And I know. I, like, I'm the same way. If I die, yeah. if I make a mistake even, I would just feel really bad too. Like if they don't need to send me a message to make me feel bad, I feel bad. Yeah. If I were playing but, with, yeah, with my clanmates, I would feel I would feel a little more comfortable probably. Well, I mean, Charles is going to change when they nerf some stuff like Dune Marches and Vex. So. Right. Uh, I, can go yeah, with I, don't, and, like, I don't think my skill gap is enough for that to matter. Yeah, I can see why they'd want to nerf it. I'm really um, happy, though, to hear <laughs> that there's, that especially like uh, Ghost and uh, Pelham and Nicholas um, can have some success in trials after the you know, once the flawless pool goes active. That's so cool. And, you know, there's actually, I'm thinking, you know, they want you to win 20 rounds. Now, before they cha- revamp trials, I would say forget it. No way would I ever be on a team winning 20 rounds of trials. But that's one of the uh, seasonal challenges is to win 20 rounds this weekend in trials. And I forget what the name of the challenge is, but it's actually doable, I think, by a lot more people these days. They anticipated a lot more people coming into the playlist Mm -hmm. uh this is a little off topic uh ghost but how are your cats doing these days yeah they're doing all right they're doing okay bruce has been a bully (laughs) oh no oh no yeah because we got we got this roof right below my window and he smacked stitch off it oh no that is being a bully they don't like each other Oh, yeah. You know, our cats have been tussling a lot. The two that we have have been kind of, they're either like washing each other and friendly or just, you know, fisticuffs rolling around, hurting each other. We have to break up the fight some of the time. But, um, well, that's good to hear that. They probably need structured playtime. Yeah, more structured playtime. We just haven't had time. Yeah, it's hard. They came in the kitchen when we had the dog, and now they just they just waltz in the kitchen whenever they feel like it. Now they go out the back door. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, there's no dog anymore. We lost him August 29th. Oh no! Oh man, you've been through a lot of loss with the dogs. Yeah, three years, three dogs. Jeez, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, that's that's rough. That is very rough. Yeah, he died of old age. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well... I mean, it's not good that he died. No, it's, it's never he, easy. He lived a life. That's <laughs> he lived a very a difficult just, thing. It's just the cats now. Yeah. Oh, uh, is it a different energy in the house now? I mean, the kitchen door, like, normally... It's weird going in the kitchen and not seeing them, though. Yeah. It's got to be really... I think there's a puppy uh, in the future for your household. I don't know if my mom wants another dog. <laughs> Well, they're a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is. It's something to consider. Um, 
And the last topic before we get into uh, talking about loadouts, if, if you've been uh, using a particular weapon or a piece of armor or, heck, getting a catalyst or something like that. Before we get into that, the last thing I wanted to just have you guys weigh in on is uh, there's been some controversy over the pricing structure for Witch Queen. And um, I think that ties in a little bit with the grumbling some people are having uh, with the uh, content vault. And uh, I'll just, I'll start off. I'll say that, um, again, Bungie can do whatever they want to do. You sign your, you, you sign the waiver when you play the game, you know, the, the EULA, the end user agreement or whatever they call it in video games. Um but, I don't think I'm too bothered about it, to be honest. I mean, you know, they're not exactly making as much money as they used to, so I think I think for players like us who are hardcore fans of the game, this isn't an issue. I do see coming from like somebody just getting into the game, if you buy if you pay twenty five dollars today for uh Forsaken you really only have it for three months, right? You don't have it very long. So I have kind of have a problem they with that. Made it, no, they're, ma- they're making it free to play for its last months. Yeah, but that's, I would, I guess my criticism would be, can you, can you give people a little longer with it? Maybe, I don't know. I just, I feel like that's, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of somebody who's really excited to get into Destiny and I want to buy and the other issue I've heard brought up, and this is actually uh, Mylan Games brought up, the fact that, um, that you're with this the pricing structure and it's like a quasi-subscription, quasi-live service, uh, quasi-DLC-like structure in terms of the lore is... Like, how do you catch up? Like, other than going to, like, for a new player, like, other than going to YouTube, you're just going to have to go down, like, a YouTube rabbit hole to try to get backstory. I think it's the same with most games, though. Like, when you're really late into it, you're going to get disoriented because they've already done with stuff. And, yeah, and again, for us, I think we've been disoriented for seven years. (laughs) That's kind of what I, I remember, like, the first year of destiny d1 remember it's like what the heck is going on here everything was really fragmented and disjointed back in those days and um they've come such a long way you know with storyline and whatnot it's not like it's lost for every work you know content vault stuff right come back yeah. I think people might be overestimating how many people actually do want to take that deep of a dive into back lore. I think some people like to just jump into a game and enjoy it for where it is. Right. And so, and um, then for the, I don't know. I, I don't actually have a pulse on that, but. And for the pricing structure for Witch Queen, um, they've been pretty explicit uh, about about what it is there's been some backlash over separating the dungeons out as separate purchases um that doesn't bother me to be honest well if you get the deluxe edition you don't have to worry about it right so that's yeah 
that's kind of the I feel like the only people who have even brought this up as an issue are people who have pre-ordered the deluxe edition and they're all just making up this person who may not buy the deluxe edition but still want <laughs> to buy the dungeons again we've talked about like already in this podcast a a, a section a, a segment of the the player base that always find something to talk to complain about and it feels like there's always um some kind of like onboarding um complaint that's like um like a, a established players complaining about hypothetical um new players new players yeah. that aren't uh necessarily real um, well, I mean, one of the one of the complaints was I bought the standard edition because I usually wait and get season passes, you know, after I've heard about them or seen them come out and decide whether I want to do that or not or whether I have time that season to, to dive into it. So somebody mm-hmm. and, and and truth, the truth is Bungie has set up that model. You can just get standard edition and then uh, a la carte seasons. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they so pre the if you pre-purchase this person was saying I pre-ordered the standard edition and now they tell me that uh, it, I'll have to buy you know dungeons are not included and so but I, if they were already waiting to see what the season was going to say yeah having a dungeon being included was a big part of that season maybe it's for the better maybe they weren't interested in the seasonal content and now they have the opportunity to buy the dungeon separately except you're paying a lot more now right to whereas to whereas before it was actually they are charging for it i I get what it is they the dungeons were included before that's what this person was used to and they changed it again it gets back to like people don't like change right they're offering twice as many dungeons per year now yeah because they want the money (laughs) well because it's being funded right i mean if they're charging for dungeons maybe they're making them a bit like more big bigger well, I don't know. That's yeah. I don't think there's twice as many. They're they're, they're saying there's going to be two dungeons released in year five. So which um, is twice as many. As I think what all of this year. comes down to is people really feel uncomfortable paying for the for art they consume. Um, well, they won't be. I don't think yes. they'll be complaining much considering the season's extended. So they'll get bored, and then when it finally comes out, they'll be fine. Right. I, I guess yeah. um, I feel like it's convoluted, though. I feel like it's really hard I to do. suss I agree out. With that. I think it is a communication error. I think it's messaging. But that's a completely different conversation than what we've been having. I was there's like two conversations. There's one: is it fair to charge this much for deluxe edition dungeons? Right. right. Slash. Oh, it's a great deal. I mean, to me, that's the best deal out there, right? It's, yes, and pre-orders are usually the better deal. Pre-order deluxe editions are usually the best deal if you're going to consume right. everything that comes with it. That's never. That's not Destiny alone. That's any video game. Usually, there sure. are a lot of goodies included with pre-orders. Um, yeah, and exotic like machine gun. <laughs> exactly, uh, but yeah, it's. But then there's the other issue, which I do agree on, and that's um, how clear the communication is of if you're making a change. 
I am, in the way that you're rolling out. Right. Pricing, I almost think bundling in, content. You should just have you should just have the standard edition should be the deluxe edition for eighty bucks, and then you could have no, sort of the thirtieth. Agree with that. What if someone? I think actually not that many people play dungeons. I would guess. Um. So because they are pretty involved activities. Right. So I think that yeah, having the dungeon be reserved to pl- to um maybe more hardcore players is actually a fairer. I think they're model. they're probably more accessible than raids. I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think next to raids, they are one of the more involved activities that a casual player just jumping into Destiny, like maybe a free to play who's interested in upgrading. It's not going to be one of the first activities that a new player does. Okay, I don't it might know. Be. I, I mean, depending on the player and what other games they've played, of course, it's all different. Well, so instead of having piecemeal seasons, three different editions with the deluxe one with the 30th anniversary bundle, separate a la carte dungeons. I mean, it gets so and the Eververse store and all this different stuff. Would you be willing to just pay six or seven dollars a month subscription to to Destiny Two? And have all this stuff because that's that's what eighty bucks is really. It's a deal. Yeah, of course, of course, I would because I'm a big fan of Destiny. Would you Would you do that, uh, Richard? Would you pay just a a yearly subscription of eighty bucks, or you know, six that sounds reasonable, six or seven bucks a month? Of course, that's in U.S. dollars. I'm talking. It's going to be one and a half times that for 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 you, but. Yeah, I pre-ordered that and the uh, 30th anniversary thing. I did it as soon as I saw it because I know I'm going to play it. I think they just need to do that. I think they need to to figure out a a simpler model that isn't as convoluted and piecemeal at at this point. That's my personal opinion about it. But to make it easier access for I think Witch Queen is going to be a game changer anyway. Well, it's going to be a new campaign. There's going to be weapon crafting. Let's not forget a new raid, a new six-player activity that nobody knows what it's going to be, but we'll see. Two and dungeons. The king's full. If you get the deluxe edition. Two, two dungeons. <laughs> Even if you don't, you two can pay ten bucks. I mean, guys, yeah. they've never done two dungeons in a single year before, right? Right. I mean, I'm um, more excited for what D1 raids coming back. Probably king's full, though. Now, Ghost, it doesn't sound like you're shedding a tear for the the fact that uh, the Tangled Shore is going bye-bye. <laughs> no. <laughs> I never went to that place. I need the spider, so I'm not going to miss it that much. <laughs> um, there you have it. Green Stego just found out today that it wasn't also the Dreaming City getting vaulted. He thought because of all the hubbub, hubbub about it that Dreaming City was also... Last wish. Yep, I did. All right, cat's out of the bag. I think it's time to move on to our uh, loadout it's section. Time for let's para casual loadouts. I dare you. Yeah. Uh, so what? Ha- what was Richard? Can you remember the last exotic weapon you were using before you took your break from Destiny? One K. 1K? Yeah, you were kind of no, married to that 1K for a while. I just stepped I got the catalyst done for that, and it's just 
It's OP. Even in Crucible, it's just OP. Do we know who has Vex? That trace rifle. The uh, stasis one. Oh, at... Augers. Yeah. Is it Augur or Agur? I don't know. (laughs) Agur. I've heard it both ways. I got the catalyst done for it, and it's just... I think it's just OP. I think they've said it in-game multiple times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Augur, but I can't Augur's Scepter? Yeah. Um, well, I already kind of the cats out of the bag. I have been sporting. Yeah. Like I said, I've been playing, uh, mainly on my alt characters lately doing leveling up and some finishing up some shadow keep, uh, campaigns and, and quests and also Europa stuff. I still haven't gotten all the exotic armor that came with, uh, beyond, uh, light. I still haven't. I still haven't got like the aspects from my warlock for stasis. Yes, that too. I still haven't gotten all the aspects uh, and things, but I have for, uh, to celebrate Halloween and the Festival of the Lost. I have uh, purchased those Chthonic sets, and I don't know what it is about those glowy ornaments, armor ornaments, but I feel like they're they're helping me play better making a big difference uh maybe it has to do with the clinical fact that placebos work right if you look the last thing i did was the grandmaster last week i think i did that one we never talk see if you came on more regularly we would talk more about grandmasters and get maybe get some tips grandmaster even i know i know last week didn't have the weapons i wanted we just did it and that's it once gone Wow, you're comedian. turning into a real casual. Yeah, but it at 1349, you should be able to do those Grand Masters now. Yeah, one more power, and I'm, I should be able to do Master Vogue as well. And they nerfed the boss's stomp at the end of the Corruption Grand Master, right? From 40% down to 20%, so he doesn't kick you off the map. It'll find a way. <laughs> Uh, anybody else have any anything? Uh, you know, Ghost is running. The, I've, was running the one KV. I finally finished my catalyst for Outbreak Perfected. I have nice. perfected the Outbreak Perfected. Wow! Took you long enough. I now am ready for us to try the strategy where all six of us rock a Outbreak Perfected against the. Um, the uh the scourge of the past scourge of the past raid boss oh my gosh when he comes back around again, yeah. <laughs> i'm game i'm game i'll i'll infuse that puppy and go down there with you and see what we can I do scourge of the past isn't, it isn't available it's anymore not here anymore you gotta wait for it to come back around oh i was confusing scourge with i still have my scourge armor by the way uh i was confusing that with uh garden i was thinking you wanted to try it against the garden <laughs> salvation <laughs> boss Honestly, no, I hate that boss. I'm never so doing much, that boss again. He <laughs> I think Garden would be so much easier now with like the tr- the Linear rifles. Garden is our best raid for sure. This clan can kick Garden of Salvation's ass. Could you imagine going down into Garden boss. with six? Ugh. Count them six Augur scepters. That would be awesome. <laughs> They're so I OP. I was working on my Augur scepter, but I did pull my cold heart out of the dusty collections and i'm starting to work on the catalyst for it 
Nice. Can um, just backing up a little bit, Green Stecco. I don't think you can get the Catalyst anymore for the outbreak. No, they, they're going to introduce it. They said with Witch Queen. That's the same. That's probably the same Whisper as well. That's right. You can't yeah. get the Whisper Catalyst anymore either. Yeah. They're they're figuring it out, but they just they they haven't yet. Well, it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool that they give us veteran players a little treat to walk around with, you know, in the, in the environment. We 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 were there when you could get it, and we got it, and uh, that's kind of cool. You should have been there. FOMA. I got carried. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Carried to the point where um, I don't think I. I think it might be illegal. Nowadays, what we did. Yeah, it's against the TOS. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think uh, all good things. Um. I'm trying to think what Sally Bug would say at this point in terms of her loadout, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been. What is she using a hand cannon? No, she doesn't like hand cannons. Uh, what was she using? I think she was using the uh, linear fusion exotic. What is that thing Lawrence called? Driver? Slaper Simulant? The Lawrence Driver with the I catalyst. You yeah. hate getting hit in the head with it? Or you yes. hate using it. We've come across it in uh, Charles quite a few times where it hits one of us in the head and then drags the other two in. Look, I, I I'll run I my warlock. That thing. Yeah, I'll run my warlock, do an empowering riff for you, and then you can get back at all those people that headshot you with that thing. I mean, the, uh, the Charles Leno fusion rifle is supposed to be better than 1k for DPS. As long as you get it with like triple tap from Vorpal. Yeah. yeah they're, they're, oh, hey. Speaking of uh, crucible weapons, they're nerfing that uh, that Vex class, I hear. Yep. Taking it down a notch. As long as you don't nerf it in PvE, I think I'm good. Yeah, I mean, well, you... it's getting nerfed in PvP. That's yeah. right, then. I don't really like PvP anyway. I oh. wish, you know, I do miss, <laughs> I do miss raiding. I wish. I mean, I think before they nerf that, because I don't think that's as busted as saying tracking fusion rifle, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> they won't. Think they won't nerf Lawrence nerf. Driver <laughs> until next season, though, because it's the seasonal. Oh, I'm not. Bothered. I mean, that's that's all right, but Yoten's still a pain in the ass. Oh, you're talking about Yoten. Um, yeah. I know it's like. Uh, I mean, it's it, people say it's easy to avoid. Yeah, if you know it's coming, you can move out of the way and stuff. But it's really annoying. I can never move out of the way, and I've like really like on my hunter, I really dodged out of the way, way and I now. still get killed by it. Like I don't know how to do it. Anyway, um, let's move yeah. on. Let's do our mod academy. What do you What are you thinking uh, there, Green Stego? Are you ready for a little mod academy? Sure. Get it together now for Green Stego's Mod Academy. With your host, Green Stego. And what do you have for us in this installment of the Mod Academy? Today, I'm going to... I, I promised this um, a little bit ago. I was going to talk a little bit about the, um, the new mods for purchase 
from the uh, Wayfinder's Compass. Oh, good. Uh, I just got the last one place. today, believe it or not. Uh, specifically focusing on the stasis elemental wells, which... Um, I still haven't tried well, the elemental well build yet. I think I might have to give it a go. I think you Well, you're in the right well place. This segment. You're in the right place. In the right Let's see what uh, Stego's dug up. So before it was very difficult to get like stasis elemental wells going. Um, the best way to get a well is with um, a mod that has been available, elemental armaments, where if you're using um, a weapon of an element that matches your uh, class mm -hmm. subtype, then it can spawn a stasis, it can spawn an elemental well. But there weren't really stasis weapons that could do that before this season. Right. And now they've added stasis weapons, and they've also added more um, stasis elemental well mods. So these ones are available from for purchase from the seasonal uh, vendor, which is a little machine in the uh in the helm by the queen's portal and there are four new stasis elemental well mods they include the supreme well maker which spawns three stasis wells when you cast your super elemental shards is far and away the most exciting one stasis shards count as stasis elemental wells oh nice so you can be swimming in elemental wells with a stasis well build, which is forthcoming. Uh, also included is Well of Restoration. Increases the amount of ability energy that is given by stasis wells, specifically to your um, ability that has the least energy, which is what elemental wells do. And finally, Elemental Time Dilation. Elemental well mods that grant time-based bonuses have their durations increased. So there are a couple really exciting ones there. Um, for the most part, it's elemental shards. So now, and, and it only I notice it only costs two energy that elemental shards mod. Yes, which is so nice. that still allows some flexibility in terms of like which. Yeah. Uh, where where it's going. So I have um, a build that focuses on these elemental stasis, these stasis elemental wells that I am excited to try once I unlock Agar's Scepter and its catalyst. And, and its ornament. Don't forget its ornament. Don't forget its ornament, y'all. <laughs> Remember, these ornaments, when you purchase silver to get these ornaments, it goes straight to the devs. And then they can keep building new, fun exotics. Okay? So here we go. First one, elemental shards. This is the first mod you're going to want to put on. Stasis shards are wells. Then you're going to want to put on elemental armaments which means that's the one where you can spawn elemental wells using an, a weapon that matches your subtype. 
in this case, we're going stasis. We're going all stasis, right? We're going, we're going all stasis. We're oh going all in on stasis. You're using the stasis uh, trace rifle with a stasis subclass. You're going to pick up font of might. Picking up a stasis well increases stasis weapon damage. So every well and shard gives you a damage boost. I'm liking You're it. You're going to pick up elemental time dilation to increase font of might's damage bonus duration. And then the last slot is a little bit of a wild card. My first choice would be Well of Potency, which is a seasonal artifact uh, mod. Picking up a well gives a well of the matching type gives you super energy. But that's in the final tier. So if you're already purchased um, Focusing Lens and Particle Deconstruction, then you would have to reset your artifact in order to yeah, purchase that. Which is a pain. It's a royal bit pain. Of a pain. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's it's more than a bit of a pain, let's be real. But I like the fact that you could And is that the expensive one that we, you're you're normally going to put in your class item, that well of potency or the well of restoration? The I don't think that it it need I don't think it needs to go Yeah, it's it's still a well mod, so it doesn't need to go in the um in the class item. It still okay. goes in the combat mod slot, so it can go in any piece. It can go in any piece. But it does cost five energy. What are we looking at here in terms of your armor affinity that you're putting these things into? Do they have to be stasis? For most of them, yeah, they're going to have to be stasis. Okay. There are are two that can be any. I'm working on it. I'm working on that. Getting a full stasis um, set of decently rolled armor. And that final one, if you want Well of Restoration, that's another stasis piece. If you go with Well of Potency or you just kind of want to ignore that one, then that'll be, uh, then you can do three. So if you only have uh, two stasis armor pieces, this you can still rock this build. Yeah, I'm looking. You got the shards, the Well of Restoration, and Elemental Time Dilation. That's three of the four that you can buy from... Are there other stasis mods outside of bu- purchasing uh, them from the uh, seasonal vendor? Uh, yeah, you can unlock them in the wild for. Yes, each, um, that's right. I knew there were some more. I just haven't. Yeah. I haven't bothered with them yet. I knew I've gotten some more. There's cool. a, there's a few more like the kickstart mods for um, like utility kickstart on class items. And a grenade kickstart on arms. And those are pretty good. Um, so anyway, this build, those mods work really well with um, Augur's Scepter in terms of using Augur's Scepter to create slowing bursts on final blows, getting super energy from those, um, from these wells potentially, which allows you to activate its catalyst, which then... Um, slows and freezes enemies as you're damaging them and increases a damage buff, which then... so it, This is going to be just, OP. Yeah, it causes a lot of synergy, and you just kind of start... I'm seeing, hypothetically, that you would just shred everything. Yeah. What's um, the name for this build? Do you have a clever name? No. <laughs> 
about Mr. Freeze? <laughs> I yes. like that. Yeah. How about Freeze Miser? Yeah. Yes. The Freeze Miser. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> if it's Mr. Freeze, then uh, next Halloween event, we're going to get the Batman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> but Batman would be a hunter because of the cloak and shit. So. Y- yeah, obviously. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. But it'd be part hunter, part titan because Batman punches stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a combination of classes. Batman's yeah, hybrid. half hunter, half titan. It's that Kapow. 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 That's why he's a superhero. All right. Um, so when you're when you're rocking your um, your stasis build, just make sure that you put in at least the uh, stasis shard aspect. Each class has one that has a way to build stasis shards. And I have some recommended fragments. Uh, Whisper of Conduction is a fragment that makes shards track to you. Uh-huh. It also gives you plus 10 resilience. So you don't have to worry too much about like mo- running over each shard. They'll they'll track to you. Whisper of Rhyme, those stasis shards give you an overshield in addition to giving you a weapon, a damage buff from uh, your mods. Gives you an overshield. Whisper of Bonds, defeating frozen targets, grants super energy. So as your scepter is freezing them and you're destroying them, then you're getting super energy back, which is nice. And Whisper of Hedrons, uh, after freezing a target, you get dramatically increased weapon stability, aim assist, recovery, mobility, and resilience. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, so, I'm Whisper, liking it. If you already, if you already thought that Augur's Scepter was OP, try rolling with these uh, mods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See if you, see if you enhance your I'm- opinion. I've got I've what I've done now is I've got like um my top four um rolls on armor for each piece. I've like before I'm dumping resources into them, I've made one for each affinity. So I have a solar or an arc a void and stasis. So I have a full stasis set that I, I can go to town with with this, but it's gonna it's gonna cost a lot because I'm pretty I haven't done anything with it yet, right? But they're good. It's well rolled. Everything's 60 plus. In in some cases, like 65. Um, So I'm looking forward to trying it. You could upgrade each one just to like level seven. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is is a good spot to to start at if you're just like experimenting with it. Yeah. And Um, then then as I get resources, I can – creep up and masterwork one at a time or whatever from there i will say that this build i think is going to work best with warlocks i was thinking the same thing yeah they've got a really sweet exotic mantle of battle harmony uh which which i don't have (laughs) so wait a minute i might this warlock sword I might have that mantle. I'm going to open up dim and see if I have it. Cause I'm excited. 
Um, Check it. And if you got time tonight slash before tomorrow's reset, then the legendary lost sector on the moon right now is rewarding uh, exotic chest pieces. Which is the mantle if I go in with my warlock. Mm-hmm. I do have it. I must have gotten it. I must have done that already. It's it's an okay roll. Um, hmm. Uh, recovery. It's got good intellect. Yeah, this could work. I could do this. I'm going to do the Mantle of Harmony. Mantle of Harmony with the Augur's Scepter equals Mr. Freeze. There you go. Coming to town. All right. And if you got the cat list done already, even better. <laughs> even better. I don't have the, the catalyst aspect, done. I don't think. The aspects. Well, I think that this will get you there. Be, yeah, this will get you there. Hold the on. Checking dim again to see if I have the freaking catalyst for this thing. <laughs> the aspects I'd recommend are glacial harvest and ice flare bolts for our warlocks. Who okay. Are still listening. Yeah. Freezing an enemy spawns stasis shards around the frozen targets. That's just, you, you should have that one to get the stasis shards. I mean, I might just get the catalyst first try when it was brought out. I don't think Pelham has it yet. You get it from the uh, astral alignment, don't you? Mm -hmm. I think so. And you probably um, have an increased chance if you do it I on legendary. I don't have it yet. Yeah, I don't have it. So I've got to do some astral alignments. Yep, you got to grind that out. Maybe it's an increase on the higher difficulty. I think it is. That would make sense. It better be. Why else would they give us this higher difficulty? For a seasonal challenge, because why not? Oh, you know, just to play the game. Yeah. And be challenged. Just like the one they added before. It was like, <laughs> please, Astro Lyman, in under 10 minutes. That was bugged when that first came out. That didn't work. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I I never did those time challenges. Wait, is it it's 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 in the kinetic slot. It's in the primary slot, right? Yes, that is accurate. Um I was just using it earlier. It's so much fun. My gosh. Uh I feel gotta super it. I gotta get my hands on it. Yeah, I don't have the catalyst yet, which means I gotta do some farming over in those I have to do some of those things anyway, just for to get some of the seasonal challenges done. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for that uh, enlightening uh, bit of information there, Stego. Appreciate it. My my pleasure. If you've got the scepter, give this build a shot. Give it a shot. That's rich coming from someone who doesn't have the scepter. Does do the hunter and titan have any interesting? exotic armor that would uh, perhaps be uh, good for this build, I wonder. I don't really think don't so. Maybe maybe just one that would replenish your super, or is I don't know if there's any of those. I know, you'd have to be, you'd have to run a... The hunter legs, right? You want stasis... Yeah, I mean, it could you could use, you know, Orpheus rig, I guess, to to synergize with the super. But no, you want stasis, right? You want a stasis one. You want stasis. What is it? Shards of Galanor. Right. That's what. That's the one I was thinking of. That might go. I don't good have with that this. yet. Mm. 
I haven't been running my law sectors. No, me neither. I just haven't been playing much. I think all of us are kind of like on Destiny semi-hiatus here. Yeah, uh, we've been playing other games. I've been and playing real busy. life. Just been yeah. so busy. It's been crazy over here. Um, I've been trying to get my achievements done in Skyrim. Skyrim. Oh, that is a perfect segue into our final segment here, right? If I can. Oh, yes. Which is our beloved and uh, something we do before we sign off, and that is... Non-Destiny Media Consumption. Yeah, our non-Destiny Media Consumption. Hey, Ghost, what have you been playing outside of Destiny? (laughs) Skyrim. (laughs) um what what edition of skyrim isn't there hasn't there been some sort of update or has that come out yet this extra content the anniversary edition comes out next month and if you own the special edition you get it free so are you looking forward to that yeah it's adding more like stuff to creation club and if you're doing skyrim legit obviously mods won't count mods if you have mods on you won't get achievements, but if you get them from Creation Club, it's it still works because it's legit. Wow! Well, that's so I started that... off like when I was in legit. I started off from Creation Club. There was like this ebony armor set, which was free. So I started off with that and a couple of weapons. In a way, you have to go kill someone for it, but it's an How... easy start. How many characters have you played in Skyrim over the years? Ooh, I don't know. I've started I've played like played it and started again at least probably fifteen times. Wow! Oh wow! You are a fan. I think I've I've been through that game twice on two different characters. Do but and I that's do, but, this time, but, but that's but doing magic. everything, even the DLCs, like everything. Yeah. Um, even the home building and all that stuff. And I think on my second oh, character, true. I chose a different faction in the war. Um, just I to... always choose Imperials because the yeah. first house you get is in Whiterun. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm biased with that one. <laughs> I do like the Solitude House, too. Like, probably the most expensive one. It's like 25k. Yeah. Stego, have you wow. been consuming anything outside the realm of... Uh... Destiny 2 and real life. <laughs> I have made some serious progress in Metroid Dread. It's not a particularly long game, um, but I'm I'm there near the end. I was stuck for a little bit, but I am approaching the end of it, and I am excited to complete my first playthrough of that game nice. on the Switch. Also, we just finished season two of Making the Cut on Amazon with Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum. Recommend? They're still at it. They're still. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. If you have Amazon Prime. Yeah, I if do. You have Amazon Prime. It's a, it's and a you fun were into Project go. Runway. They're, they're still at it. Give it a go. I'm going to give it a go because I was definitely a Project Runway fan, at least for the What's the British version of Project Runway? We watched that too, didn't we? Project Catwalk. Catwalk, that's it, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of that. 
Yeah, well, you were probably <laughs> still not, in diapers when I was really watching that. Alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like something you would normally gravitate towards. Ghost. It's a fashion design competition show. Yeah, but uh, all you all you, you you had me at Tim Gunn to be honest. <laughs> I, I can't get enough of him. He's yeah, awesome. We're just happy they're still at it and doing their thing. That's pretty amazing. That's always that's cool, cool to see young designers. And let's at it. let's. I really need to be completely upfront. This is absolutely no shade at the current iteration of Project Runway with Christian Siriano taking Tim Gunn's place and Carly Kloss taking Heidi Klum's. Mm -hmm. I think they're doing a bang up job. Yeah, I haven't even seen that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Romance <laughs> Girl. Do you have anything to add? Uh, oh, well, we watched. The, or we're watching the latest season of what we do in the shadows on Hulu. Funny stuff. And, um, oh, and I've been playing Coffee Talk on Game Pass, which is just a little. Oh, when I saw you on that, I thought it was like a, like a website, not game. <laughs> <laughs> like a what? You I thought... thought it was like a website, not a game. <laughs> oh. No, it's, I mean, it's just a little visual novel slash barista sim. It's very, you know, just laid back. It sounds and Japanese. A lot. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's American. Um, it's That's just awesome. kind of like a little indie project. Sure. It takes place in a version of Seattle where there's um, vampires, werewolves, succubus and whatnot elves walking around whoa and they all oh. are now i want it your... is this skyrim well, it, no no it, it's a visual novel <laughs> slash barista sim so you're just reading the conversations of people who come into your cafe and making them drinks it's very it is not an action video game by any means it's a lot of reading it's mostly reading yeah, just imagine you went to, to be very upfront about that. Yeah. Imagine you went to your um, you know, local coffee shop and you sat down and there just was happened to be like a I don't know, an elf sitting next to you on yeah, one side. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching and, a video on it as you're talk, talking about it and the elf just showed up when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it it looks like, um, you know, a uh, coffee shop meets Mos Eisley here. The <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty cool looking, actually. Coffee talk. It looked very interesting as I was. Uh, yeah, uh, I've been more interested in trying out like more uh, these novel type video games where it's just kind of like an interactive novel with some, you know, it's kind of like a graphic novel, but in a video game setting. Yeah, I mean, I I like I like that genre. They do. Um, what was that game I played? Um, Sally Bug and I tried. Uh, I think it's Life is Strange. Has that mm -hmm. feel to it, and, but it's more like investigative, trying to solve puzzles and things, and mm. crime and stuff. Yeah, like we're that. we're big fans of. We've mentioned it before, but uh, ProZD plays games with Jay, and they do. Uh, playthroughs of the game Rampa, which is like an investigative visual novel. 
highly recommend that. That's on YouTube playthrough. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> um, so I I haven't been doing much media media at all. It's basically been dealing with lawyers and realtors, um, trying to close an estate that we are executors of. And um, outside of that, um, I've been trying to do a little bit of Halloween theme stuff. So I'm, I've watched so far, I've watched um, a movie I've never seen before called Castle of Blood. I think it's, like, you know, 1960s. And then I watched the 1931. I didn't get all the way through it. I fell asleep, actually. But the 1931 uh, Dracula which I watched the Spanish version and the Spanish version was made at the same time as the Bela Lugosi version in English. So I think the Bela Lugosi people came on the set first thing in the morning and then they would film until about 4 PM. And then the Spanish crew would come on and take over using the same sets, the same equipment. It's just different actors doing the same movie but in spanish um and a lot of critics say it's the better of the two and so i watched that again and uh yeah castle of blood that's been my non-destiny media consumption for the past couple of weeks there's probably some podcasts we listen to a few radio labs on our trips that we've had to take and uh that sort of thing. Also destiny podcast as well, but that's not non destiny. So, uh, <laughs> what's the pro ZD? Playing destiny. What is I that? put a link to it both in the notes and also the chat. Ah. The, that's a link to the first episode of their, of Danganronpa one. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a let's play. Nice. I'll check it out. Thank you. Channel. Very cool. Okay. I've still, got, I've still got grinding to do on that Tales of Arise game. Are you still uh, doing I that? The tail teams of, are long. Uh, I mean, I think I'm level 80-something, but they added this like collab, like an anime collab with the Sword Art Online. And you have to be like level 98 uh, to beat them to get their stuff. And I'm like, get yeah, to, uh, you know how to grind. Get to it. Get to it and add it. Yeah, oh. I think I'm like 89, possibly. Oh, so you're very close. 192. It's one of them. Yeah, I, there's this one area you can actually grind and get really a decent amount of XP. Yeah. Well, the night is young. Well, you mentioned Tales of Arise in <laughs> chat last time, and um, Sally Bug and I got on YouTube and watched like three or four videos, and I was like, yes, this is like getting back to classic Japanese RPG, like Skies of Arcadia type. Yeah, ever since that, I have been looking at the previous Tales games that are like old yeah you know i played some of one of the tales games but i that's the other thing i kind of started going down that rabbit hole the whole series of tales would be kind of fun that might be a summer thing to do you know just yeah they kind of did say with uh, tales of rise that it's not gonna get a sequel yeah which kind of sucks mm. but i think it's done really good sales wise yeah, and um, all the reviews we watched said the story's just amazing. It's like really good characters, really good story. So, yeah, uh, you get which is uh, funny. You know, they had that um, that collab DLC they added with the Sword Online. Uh huh. There's a voice actor in Tales that has the same English voice actor as the main character in Sword Online. 
<laughs> it's a small world in that business. Um, all right. I think that wraps it up for right now. Plus, my cats are getting very restless here. I think there's a mouse that they're after. Uh, yeah. so I need my to... cats are ready for mealtime. They are staring at me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure our viewers stitch those these days. Just... Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start the outro music, and I'm going to say thanks to anybody who tunes into this thing, all two of you. And uh, yeah, we're the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, live on YouTube every other Saturday night at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. And you can listen to the archived audio anywhere you want to, really. Uh, so like and subscribe to us. You can find us on Twitter as well. Just look up Paracasual Destiny Podcast and you'll find us. So from Sewell Time, Green Stego, Romance Girl, and of course, last but not least, Roman Numeral 2, Ghost VX2 all the way from the UK. Thank you so much, Gus, for joining us and uh, rounding out the podcast tonight. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I saw the message a bit late because my phone was updating. <laughs> That's all right. I'm glad you could make it. Oh, well, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So, um, that's it. Bye, everybody. See you right. two weeks from Goodbye. now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.